0: Welcome to the Move Forward podcast with Dr. Kim Moss. We're absolutely passionate and committed to equipping believers to move forward in their life with Jesus, their careers, and their family. Each episode is designed specifically with you in mind to help you overcome the obstacles you're facing and truly move forward. We know you'll love this episode. Here's your host, Kim Moss. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. In a couple of days, it's gonna be 2020. Isn't that interesting? Just the numbers are amazing. I love the numbers because 2020, like 2020 vision, you know, and I know it's the year of the mouth, I believe. And uh, I'm not usually the one who does the Hebrew numbers, but I've paid attention this time when I've heard so many places and from so many people that it's the numbers uh, mean that it's the year of the mouth. And so uh, you know, all the mouth scriptures, he'll break the teeth of the enemy in their mouth and he'll, you know, he's going to restore our voices and all of that. And I think that's really true. And, uh, and I, and I believe all that. I also really believe that this is the year that we're going to have fresh vision, that we're going to have 2020 vision, that we're going to see things, in a way that we haven't seen him before, that God's going to clarify vision, and he's going to clarify actually the reality of what we think we are seeing and put it into his perspective so that we can really see the way he sees. And when we see that way, we'll be able to move forward. So I'm really excited. I do have several things that I want to say about the Word of the Lord for this next season and uh, but I'm gonna do that next next podcast, not this one. What I want to talk about right now is reviewing your year and getting a word for your year. I think this is really important and I do this every year. I am really called among my friends the move forward person and uh, when I think about that, I uh, think about why is that? What is what is the deal with that? Why is it that I am the move forward girl? And uh, it, it doesn't really have as much to do with self-confidence uh, as it has to do with confidence in God and hearing His voice and doing whatever it is He says. That's really the deal. Um, when we know who we are and when we know what he, he has called us to be about, which is always the Father's business... But sometimes, you know, the Father's business is very general. What does exactly that mean? Will each of us have the Father's business to take care of? And it will be, I believe, unique to each one of us. I think there is a general call for all of us, and it has to do with Mark 16, 15 to 18, which is, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to all creation. Well... I can't do all of that by myself, but we all collectively, if we go out and proclaim the gospel to the creation where we find ourselves in and where he sends us to each and every day, then we are proclaiming the gospel to all creation. And the gospel should shape everything we do and everything we say uh, as believers. And it should also be a proclamation of the good news to everyone who comes in contact with us. And so Jesus says, go out into all the world and proclaim the gospel to all creation. And then he says, and for those who believe in my name, you will do these things. And what are the things that we will be doing? Well, we will be casting out demons in his name. We will be speaking in other tongues in his name. We will be uh, walking under his protection in his name. And we will be set apart in that. And so other people say, what is it that's different about you why is this working for you? But my life doesn't work for me. It's because of Jesus. And then in the end, it says, you know, that we will lay our hands on the sick and they will recover. And so uh, we should be seeing those things in our everyday daily life and in our daily walk. But, But also for each of us, There is a mission that we are particularly called to. So Mark 16 and Matthew 28, these are our general commissions. These are the commissions of all believers. But then for each of us, we'll have a particular commission. There'll be a mission that we uh, are to be about fulfilling for all of our lives. And then within that mission, our life mission, uh, there should be particular assignments that we fulfill. And those will have a beginning and an end, and uh, there will be new seasons, and there will be new uh, times, and there will be new assignments, and there will be new roles. And some roles we fulfill for all of our lives, like Son of God is a fu- is a role you fulfill all of your life. Um, Bride of Christ is a role that you will be fulfilling all of your life. Uh, married is a role I fulfill all of my life. Mother is a role I will fi- fulfill all of my life, yet assignments within each of those roles also change well for mother, for example, because I was a mother of small children. it looked very different than it does now to be the mother of grown children who have children of their own and who will eventually have children of their own and so um, that looks different from day to day and from season to season and so I have to understand what is the what are the tools that I will use in those seasons what are the what are the gifts that I bring to the, that table and how do I fulfill that role in that time and season but in every new year and every new season of my life, um, I do uh, an exercise that I actually put into a practical form. And um, if you want to, if you want to do it more formally, you can. I did write a, a booklet about it, a, a workbook. It's called "The Four Questions." You can find it on Amazon. Uh, when you purchase the book, you actually, in the beginning, uh, you will be given a link. To the internet, and you will receive a free teaching from me on the four questions so you can understand it as you go through it and you can begin to do some of these exercises. But one of the things I like to do every year that goes along with the four questions is I like to get a word for the year. The word for the year actually comes by prophetic discernment and prophetic uh, listening. And I listen to the voice of God and I ask him, what does he have for me in this time? What is it that I'm to be focused on or about? What will be the point of this time? And I believe it's important to get these words because, see, when I get those words, then I know better how to set the boundaries and the priorities for the next season, And I know better what I'm to be looking for, what I'm to be expecting and how to walk in the way for that. So I ask him, I look over the past and I see what he has done and I rejoice in that. I spend time thanking him for that. But then I look to the future And what is it that you want to do in this next time and season? What do you want to do in this next year? And when I know that when I have heard his voice, and when I get it's usually one single word, then I begin to ask about the four questions. The four questions are really easy. They are, what do you want to do in me this year, or this season? What do you want to do through me in this year or this season? Uh, What priorities do I need to establish so that you can do that in me and through me this season? What boundaries do you want me to set so that, so that what you want to do in me and through me can come to pass? Those are the four questions that are as simple as that, but God will speak to you for quite a long time about that. It is important at the beginning of every new season or every new year to begin to ask God, what is it I am supposed to be about? Because God's word and how he thinks about your situation and what he wants to do with your situation and what he knows about you, what he said about you, to you, for you, through you, these things... These are the things that should drive our lives. These are the things that should help us make decisions. These are the parameters or these are the insights. These are the things that should influence how we walk, the decisions we make, what we say yes to, what we say no to, because our lives are really about God. You know, in this time and season, God is wanting us to lose our lives so that we can find them. We're to be about his business, not about our own. Because when we're about his business, we will accomplish the things that he has for us to accomplish. We will walk in in the identity and the uh, mission that he has for us, and um, we will fulfill we will fulfill our destiny. This is what most everybody wants: want to fulfill their destiny. The thing is, we don't get to do it our own way. It's just it's just how it is. His way is always better. He always knows things that we don't know. He he knows what's coming in the future. He knows where things are going to land. He knows, the, he knows the situations and the circumstances we're going to come into in this time. And so it's always better to follow his way. Before I talk to you about how to get a word and what to do with it, I want to tell you that this is not a New Year's resolution. New Year's resolutions really don't work. And Most people who make a news resolution do not stick with them by, oh, I don't know, the first week of January. Well, certainly uh, fairly early on in the new year, they find that they're not sticking with a resolution. And part of the reason of that, part of the reason for that is because they're not doing it really out of who they are and what God has called them to and their purpose and their destiny. They're really doing it out of their own wishes and desires and And oftentimes it's out of a fear that I'm not, I'm not where I should be and I'm not what people think I should be. And, um, I, I need to be thinner and funnier and smarter and more educated. I need to get a promotion, all of these things. And some of these things, they're not bad things. It's just that when we do them in and of our own strength, we usually can't. But see, when we, when we join with God in agreement with who we are called to be, knowing that we have a call and a destiny on our lives, then the Holy Spirit can join with us in that. And he gives us the grace and he gives us the power And he helps guide us on our way and everything that we need, every resource that we need is provided to accomplish that mission. You see, you know, the thing is that sometimes what we do is that we decide that we need to be a certain way or do certain things out of actually a false identity, It's a a lie that the enemy has spoken to us at some point. We're not good enough. We'll never amount to much. And so we're driven by that fear. We're driven by that lie. We want to make uh, accomplishments happen so that we can prove that those things are not true, but it never really works because the enemy is a liar. Those things are lies. God cannot give us the favor, the resources, the blessings, the empowerment, uh, in a, in a false identity. He, he gives resources and power and favor and, uh, and, and, uh, blessing to our tried true identity. So when we come to him first and we say, God, what do you want me to be about this year? What is it that you want to focus on? What are the things that you want to do in me through me? What are the, boundaries and the priorities I need to set so those things can happen. We come in that sort of way. What happens is that we're standing in our true identity. I am a child of God. I am called in this particular way God has said he wants to do this in my life. I'm partnering with that. I'm coming to agreement with that. And, and what happens is that releases the power of the word of the Lord to bring change, to bring resource, to bring blessing and favor into my life to accomplish the work that God has. It's not a New Year's resolution. It's a word of the Lord. It's a prophetic word of the Lord. And the Lord says about his word that it never returns void, but it always accomplishes what he released it out into the world to do. And so here we are. And so it's really important at the beginning of a new year or the beginning of a brand new season to ask the Lord, what is it that you have to say about this year? What is it? And so this is what you do. Say a simple prayer like this. Father, in the name of Jesus, I silence the voice of the enemy right now in Jesus' name. And I silence the voice of my flesh right now in Jesus' name. And I open my ears to you, Holy Spirit, and I know that you speak. And I receive from you the word you have for me for this year, the focusing word missional word, the overarching word that you are bringing into my life in this time and season in Jesus name. And then just listen and listen, don't overanalyze. This is where people get stuck. It's okay to use your imagination. Listen, you have cut the enemy off. You've said you're not going to listen to a lie. You've invited the Holy Spirit in. Now just trust him to give you a word. And when you receive the word, usually, listen, it's a single word. When you receive the word, this is what you do with it. Write it down. And after you write it down, then study it. How do you study it? Well, I do things like go to the dictionary. (gasps) What? The dictionary? That's not the Bible? (laughs) No, but it, it can give meaning to the word that I haven't considered. I don't assume that I understand what God is trying to say. I do investigation. I do investigation. I ask more questions about it. I write down the word. I usually end up with about three pages about what that word really means. I, I find out from the Webster's dictionary, I look it up in scripture, I ask God to give me verses about it. I open my ears over a week or two's time because often what happens is that as soon as God speaks a certain word to me, then I start hearing it in all different places and I write down what's being said about it. What what am I hearing and Holy Spirit, what are you trying to say? And then I take all those pieces And I write them all down and I journal about it. What, what does, is this meaning to me? What's it saying to my heart? What is it? Because see, God, God is going to speak to you something that means something to your heart, means something to your mind, means something already to your life, And you don't have to, you don't, you don't have to cut all that out. See, God uses everything. He uses all your history, uses all your personality. He uses all of your experiences. He uses all that is familiar to you. And then he adds other new stuff to it. So don't be, don't be nervous about it. Don't be over analytical about it. Don't be religious about it. Just allow him to speak to you allow it to come forth, write it all down. And then after you do that, after you know, what is the, the overarching theme, the theme word for your year, then no, then start asking more questions about it. So, so I'll give you an example. All right. So last year, Uh, around this time when I when I did the the theme word and I began to ask God uh, and I sat with the Lord and it actually took me a while you know sometimes it takes me a long time I know you're probably surprised to hear that sometimes it takes me a while to quiet my mind to hear from the Lord because there's so much noise and I'm thinking about so many different things but when I was able to quiet down sometimes it takes me 10 minutes sometimes it takes me three days (laughs) just does And, um, but I heard the word Godspeed. And I thought I understood what that word meant until I started really looking it up. And uh, it meant so much more than what I understood. But it did talk about an acceleration. It was about an acceleration, and it was about the favor that God wanted to bring for an acceleration in my life. And so it, this was really an amazing thing. And 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 God had already been speaking to me about expansion and about things getting faster and about the stretching that would come with that and the challenge that would come with that. And so when I knew that word and I started writing all the different things about it and I started looking at passages of scripture, it really came down to this, that I knew that in this next year that um, I would face some challenges because things were about to get um, go faster. That means that there were going to be times when I would have a hard time keeping up. That means that I was going to have to depend on God in a whole new way, that sometimes I would be asked to do things and I wouldn't feel ready, and I would have to step in anyway and trust that the Lord was going to be there and He wouldn't let me fall. And um, this was true about this year. I just actually had an experience this last couple of weeks that um, was actually very challenging for me. I, well, I was speaking uh, in a stadium to about twenty three thousand people, and things kept changing. The time uh, for my the time for my um, Speaking was changing, the amount of time I was going to have was changing, the venue was the same, but uh, the theme was changing and everything was happening so fast. And I really didn't have any time. Like, I wasn't going to be able to go back to my hotel and spend a couple of days and ask the Lord. No, it was like right now, right here, you have to make a decision. And I get up on the platform in front of 23,000 people. And then I'm told in that moment, In that moment, I am told, you thought you would have two hours, but actually you're going to have 45 minutes. And I knew that I couldn't speak the message that I had planned, that I had actually written for that moment for those people. And what was I going to do? And I knew that I could shrink back in that moment and fall apart because of fear of failing and the fear of being put to shame in that moment. All kinds of things were running through my mind, but I... I decided that it didn't matter what happened, that Lord, you have a message for this people and it's not about me. And I can't even tell you how in that moment, the pressure was so great to perform. And I knew I really did have one choice. Was this going to be about me, God, or was this going to be about you? Because um, things were happening so fast. I had to really depend on you, God. I was going to have to depend on the Lord, and I was going to have to, I was going to have to trust that He could do what only He could do, no matter what was happening. And so I stepped out. I opened up my Bible to a passage of Scripture that was familiar to me that i hadn't written a message on but i had written a message on long time before and it had it simply had come to my mind in a moments in a moment's notice now you have to understand you see this was godspeed because i was i was in a moment in time when i was going to have to trust that God was going to give me favor when things were going so fast that I didn't have time to prepare. I am the preparation queen. You can ask anybody. I like to be prepared. And I was not prepared for this. And I opened my Bible and I began to say what the Holy Spirit brought to my mind. And the Holy Spirit came into the room and he met his people. And it was a beautiful moment. And I knew that I had passed some kind of test, and I knew that the entire year was a, test. was a test. Was I going to trust God in those moments when I didn't have time to prepare, when it was going faster than I could actually keep up, and was I just going to take a stand and allow the wave of the Spirit to carry me into circumstances and situations that I was unfamiliar with, that I was unprepared for, and trust that he had made me ready. And this is the kind of thing, you see, knowing beforehand that God knew where I would be standing a year later gave me the ability, the grace that comes only from him to make a decision to say, here I will stand, God, because I know that you have said this about my life and you have said this about the future and you are going to always be with me. And so I want to tell you that in this next year of 2020, God is going to be with you. He's going to be with you in a brand new way. He's going to give you a brand new vision. He's going to make all things new in this year. And it may not be new in a way that you're familiar with and you may be uncomfortable and that's okay but I'm telling you that I'm telling you that I'm telling you, which means I'm prophesying over you right now that God knows the future. And if you will spend a moment just now before it even begins, he will give you a word that will help you focus and help you relax and help you trust that he knows the future and that he's going into that future with you. And you are who he has said you are, and you will accomplish what he has sent you and his word out to accomplish. And so I bless you in this new year, and I bless you with the word that you're going to hear. And I pray over you right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for the one who is listening to this podcast right now, I'm asking that you bring a word into their mind, into their heart right now, into their hearing, God, that is about the future, that is about this time and this season and this new year, 2020, that is the overarching vision for what you will do. Every role that they are in and every assignment that you give them, Lord God, And that will be a guiding word for them that comes straight from your mouth and your heart to their life, God, that will help them understand and will help make sense of what you want to do in them and what you want to do through them and why the priorities and the boundaries that you bring to their mind and heart need to be established because there is so much more ahead. And so I bless you in the name of Jesus. I bless you with the word of the Lord. And I bless you for this glorious new year ahead. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Move Forward podcast. We'd love it if you would take a moment to subscribe and rate this podcast, then share it with a friend. Subscribing gets you every new episode automatically downloaded to your device. For more information and resources from Kim, visit our website at KimMoss.com.